Good morning, everyone. We are in the second day of a new series titled The Footprints of Joshua. Yesterday, we saw the introduction into the character of Joshua. That although Joshua was a servant at first, God made him to become a leader with the title, as we saw yesterday, devotional, Not to the Swift. Today, we are going to be looking at day two of the footprints of Joshua titled like a needle to the pole, like a needle to the pole. Let us pray. Dear Lord, may the words of our mouth, may the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our strength and our redeemer, in Jesus' name, amen. The Bible tells us in Exodus chapter 33 verse 11, that thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses returned to the camp, his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, will not depart from the tent. Once again, today's series is titled, Like a Needle to the Pole. And the first characteristic we saw yesterday that made Joshua stand apart was that Joshua was a man of faith. Today, we are going to see that the second characteristic of Joshua was that Joshua was a man of duty. Joshua was able to take instructions and follow through. Whenever he was given a command, he followed it to the latter. The book of Joshua begins with God's instruction to his chosen leader to lead the people into the promised land into Canaan. Joshua 1 verse 6 states, Be strong and courageous, for you shall cause these people to inherit a land that I swore to their fathers to give them. It is with this promise that the people of God, following a rather strange battle plan, marched against the city of Jericho. God, true to his word, delivers the city into their hands. Eventually, after dealing you know, with the sins of the Israelites at one point, God also delivered the city of Ai into the hands of the Israelites. But you see, before now, Joshua had proven himself to be true to following instructions. One typical example is the battle against the Amalekites. When you read Exodus chapter 17 from verse 8 to 10, the Bible tells us in Exodus 17, 8 to 10, that the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. In verse 9, the Bible says that Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow, I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. Verse 10 records that Joshua obeyed and he went immediately to fight against the Amalekites as Moses had ordered while Moses, Aaron and Hall went to the top of the hill. The Bible records a stunning victory in verse 13 that Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. And verse 14 gives us an interesting phrase that then the Lord said to Moses, 
write this on a scroll as something to be remembered and make sure that Joshua hears it because I will completely blot out the name of the Amalekite of Amalek from under heaven. You notice in this story that Joshua never knew the unseen battles behind the scene. He never knew that when Moses' hands grew weary on the mountain, Israel would be losing to their enemies. Joshua never knew how Aaron and Hor battled to hold the prophet's hands up in the mountain so they could keep winning. All he knew was that he had a duty to perform and he stuck with his duty. The book Education, page 57, tells us that the greatest want of the world is the want of men. Men who will not be bought or sold. Men who in their innermost souls are true and honest. Men who do not fear to call sin by his right name. Men whose conscience is as true to duty as the needle to the pole. Men who will stand for the right even though the heavens fall. Such a man of great quality is found in the footprints of Joshua who obeyed every command given to him by the mouth of the Lord, by the mouth of the servant of the Lord. I love, I love how another version puts this quote in education, page 57. It says that the greatest want of the world indeed is the want of men, men who would venture for all, venture all for the glory of Christ, men who are faithful to the call of God as missionaries to the unreached, men who do not fear to go to the ends of the earth, proclaiming the everlasting gospel, men whose conscience is as true to the word of God as the needle to the pole, men who will stand for the right though faced with discouragement, loneliness, family pressures, illness and persecution, men and women who love God more than life itself. You see, the spirit of prophecy also says in Step to Christ, page 78 and page 81, that those who are partakers of the grace of Christ will be ready to make any sacrifice that others for whom Christ died may share the heavenly gift. They will do all they can to make the world better for their stay in it. This spirit is the sure outgrowth of a soul truly converted. If the followers of Christ were awakened to duty, they would, there would be thousands where there is one today proclaiming the gospel in hidden land. Did you catch that? Especially the last phrase. It says that if the followers of Christ, if you and I were truly awakened to duty as Joshua was, there would be thousands where there is only one today proclaiming the gospel in hidden land. Would you be such a man as Joshua who would obey the Father's command, especially that of making disciples for him? You indeed, you, my friend, is the greatest want of the world. Dear Father in heaven, indeed we have seen that Joshua was a man of duty. Lord, make us to be like-minded. 
by your Holy Spirit, help us to walk in the footsteps of Joshua. Help us to venture on for the glory of Christ. Help us to be faithful to, to the call of God as missionaries to the unreached. Help us not to be afraid to go to the ends of the earth proclaiming the everlasting gospel. Help that our conscience will be true to the word of God as the needle to the poor. Help us to stand for the right even though faced with discouragement, loneliness, family pressures, illness and persecution. Help us, O oh God, to love God, to love you more than life itself. As we do this, may your blessings envelop us. We pray in Jesus' name.